Hey there, Slacker friends. Welcome to episode 18 of season three of Saints for Slackers. It's Lisa Martinez, the founder of Little With Great Love and your podcast co-host. Let's kick it. podcast is sponsored by a slackers gift yourself with fresh ideas for your programs and ministries this holiday season with 20 plus years experience you frozen corner catholic education solutions combines quality educational research with authentic faith practice to transform your programming hello again slacker it's jeff sanchez co-host and sergeant slacker here to introduce our next guest podcaster my cousin Jason Hayward. Jason became a Christ follower as a teenager in the early 90s and is a little different today compared to back then. He married his high school sweetheart and is a father of two young women. He's been a professor of nuclear engineering for the last 15 years, and prior to that, he spent eight years as a naval officer. He lives in East Tennessee, where he has been affiliated with a couple of jail ministries for the past 10 years. He's also a lover of biographies and the Bible. Anywho, gather round, slackers, to reflect on St. John Neumann, the first U.S. bishop to be named a saint who worked tirelessly in service to God and the church. Listen as Jason tells us more about this remarkable saint. And don't forget to stick around till the end when we share another hilarious wannabe patron saint. Slacker. Hello, Slackers. Our senior for today, St. John Newman, was the first U.S. bishop to be made a saint. If you were a child in one of the schools or churches of his day, you would most likely know him as someone who came to you riding on a horse, which he may have struggled to dismount because he was short, spoke with an accent because he was an immigrant, and would be sure to throw you rock candy if you showed yourself to be a diligent student rather than a slacker in his class. St. John Newman, also known as the Little Bishop, was a lover of God, a lover of God's people, and a lover of learning. First, St. John Newman was a lover of learning. He learned eight languages before immigrating to the U.S. from what is the present-day Czech Republic, where he had studied theology in Prague. As a priest, he became a schoolteacher, wrote catechisms, and promoted the growth of Catholic education. While serving in Baltimore, he saved a religious group of black women founded in 1827 to educate children of slaves from dissolution. While serving in Philadelphia, he made this city the center of Catholic education in America, growing enrollment by a factor of 18 within two years. Second, although St. John Newman was himself little, he had great love for other people. He knew that the agape love of God is not a feeling nor does it ever sit on its hands. Rather, this love gets up, goes out, and uses what God has given. Overflowing with God's love, Newman was obedient to Christ's command to go to all nations and preach the gospel. 
When he heard about the great need for German-speaking pastors in America, he knew God was calling him, for sure, 100%. So he hurried and went, even before being ordained or invited. He said about this time, My resolution was so strong and lively that I could no longer think of anything else. When he arrived in New York, he found out he had been invited while on his way, and he was immediately ordained. As a priest, he preached widely and threw himself into pastoral care, which was clearly his passion. This deeply humble, self-effacing, soft-spoken man made himself available day and night to his parish. He counseled many, he cared for immigrants, who were mostly poor, and was known to visit both the sick and condemned prisoners. In Philadelphia, he created a religious community of women, the Sisters of the Third Order of St. Francis, to care for the poor and sick. In his free time, he also learned a ninth language, Gaelic, in order to better minister to Irish immigrants. Third, St. John Newman faithfully loved God with all of his heart, mind, soul, and strength. He lived to turn situations into glory to God, not wanting glory for himself. Never having wanted any position of authority, he tried to avoid being appointed a bishop at all costs. But he lost that battle when the Pope appointed him to the role in Philadelphia, despite his objections. In everything he did, St. John Newman served with all of his strength, never letting sickness slow him down a bit. St. John's chosen prayer was, Passion of Christ strengthened me. The indwelling Christ certainly did. As followers of Christ, we desperately need passionate saints like John Newman to whom we can look. We need to know people in whom we can see the living Christ. These saints are people from our world who speak to us, as the Apostle Paul did to the Corinthians. Be ye followers of me, even as I also am of Christ. St. John Newman was such a man. I choose to end today's reflection with the following quote from St. John Newman's diary. Deprive me of everything, my God, but not of the desire to unite my will to your will in perfect resignation. Every day after we introduce our saint for the day, we also have a wannabe patron saint of the day. These silly wannabe saints are born from the musings of our group of slackers. Okay, slackers. Our wannabe patron saint for today is Saint Babylon, the patron saint of those who love to hear themselves speak. Since the time he could form words, Babylon was quite the chatterbox. And as he grew, so did his vocabulary. From the Deep South, folks would say Babylon could talk the hide off a cow. That mouth often got poor Babel in trouble. Both at home and in school, he was constantly getting disciplined by adults trying to quiet him because he talked too much. It wasn't until years later in a Saul to Paul moment of encountering the Lord that Babylon realized he could use his mouth in service of the Lord. No longer full of gas with nowhere to go, he would share the good news of the gospel with everyone. He not only brought people back to church, but renewed their hope in Christ as well. So, the next time you ask someone for the time, and they tell you how to build a watch, ask St. Babylon to tame their tongues into instruments for the Lord. 
Slacker. We're so happy you joined us, Slacker. Remember, season three ends on January 12th. Can you believe it? And we've got a really cool live event planned so we can finish together. So please respond to our special invitation to join us this upcoming Tuesday, January 10th at 7 p.m. Central, that's 8 p.m. Eastern, for a live Epiphany Stories Zoom event. We're so excited to give you, our audience, a chance to engage with us, the team, our guest podcasters, and our sponsors, as we share stories and epiphanies we've had during the season right after the Feast of Epiphany, which is Sunday. Spoiler alert, I'll even share how I faced a near-death experience during this season. Yeah, true story. We'll also celebrate the third anniversary of our Little With Great Love ministry. It's going to be a blast. So please click the link in the show notes to register for this free event on January 10th. Once you register, you'll receive the Zoom link and all the details in an email. And if this podcast made you think or smile or maybe even laugh out loud, would you please share it or leave us an online review? It'll really help other slackers to find us and spread the message of the gospel. So thanks in advance. We can't wait to continue our journey together, friends. See you back for our next episode, or if not, the one after that, slacker. Slacker.